Hey, it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Now we have this effort by the Democrats and some Republicans to bail out local newspapers. Now, why would we do that? Now, there's two conflicting arguments here. One is these newspapers are saying that they're, they want greater power to negotiate with big tech over the use of their content. So the left is fighting with the left. And now the unions are encouraging writers to walk the picket line, which is the left fighting with the left who's fighting with the left. But we also hear that traditional local newspapers are suffering in the digital age. And that you have these big content providers. So you have Yahoo, which is a search engine, but also has Yahoo News. So obviously, kind of like a supermarket or grocery store chain, they're going to prioritize the store brand, right? So if you go into Walmart, you're going to see an array of products, of course, but the one they really want you to buy is Great American. I think that's the store brand. Of course, the store wants to prioritize the store's brand. It's their shelves. It's their footprint. It's their brick and mortar. They're going to promote their their brand. So Yahoo even though it might allow other content on its platform, is going to prioritize Yahoo News. Now, I'm a rare breed in this business. I actually have a journalism degree. I noticed the the academic snobs who will argue, excuse me, do you have a degree in that? You don't? Then I don't want to hear from you. Are you a doctor? Are you a lawyer? In other words, when you're arguing with someone on the left as a conservative, if you don't have an academic pedigree that they approve of, they don't believe you have any merit to be even discussing the issue at all. You should do exactly what they say. Unless, of course, you're on the left, then you could be Rachel Maddow with no journalism degree and you could be considered you know, a top journalist. But that being said, essentially what we're being told is we have to bail out yet another product that is failing because of, what's that word? Oh, progress. Now, I know the other side of this. Andrew, Local newspapers do really important work. They cover local government, you know, local sports. These are very, but if people aren't reading it, then what is bailing it out going to do? Right? What is bailing out a newspaper going to do if people aren't reading it? You're going to have something published that people aren't reading. So what is, what you're essentially saying is we're going to subsidize the few who still read it with the tax dollars of the many. Now, is local journalism important? Yeah, I guess. But if we're going to accept these big media companies, tech companies, standing in for media, well, then that's what's going to happen. It's funny. You know, the progressive politics of the tech sector is responsible for so much of the complaints of the left. So, for example, you know, traditionally, 40 years ago, you probably, if you wanted to take out 50 bucks from your bank account, you went into the bank, you filled out a piece of paper, and you gave it to a bank teller. Then we created the automatic teller machine, ATM. That meant we needed few human beings behind the counter, fewer at least, not entirely, but fewer. There was a time, and you might see this in some posh hotels, 
when if you got on an elevator, there was an elevator operator. Pretty much nowadays, if you got to go to the 10th floor, you hit the button, the door closes, it opens, and magically you're on the 10th floor. Now, it used to be that every supermarket in America, every grocery store had a checkout line where there was a cashier. And they would scan your groceries. Sometimes you even had young people first job bagging those groceries. Now we have self-checkout and largely self-bagging. That replaced people. You can't claim to care about working class people and then create the technology that replaces them. The driver of, of this technology is the free market. Now, if you're going to, when they talk about the cult of the free market, I didn't design this scanner technology, which has been around for the better part of 30 years. Twice, if you remember, both George H.W. Bush and Mitt Romney, the media tried to make fools out of these two men when they were presented this technology, and we saw lots of selectively edited videos, like George H.W. Bush being, you know, marveling at this technology as if he had no idea. The man was the president of the United States, believe me. He knew the kind of technology that was being used by the DOD and the military. It wasn't like, oh my God, this little red beam can scan that barcode. I've never seen that before. I remember when Mitt Romney, Mike, was it a Sheets or a Wawa? It was one of the one of the truck stop, gas station, convenience store, sandwich ordering, computer touchscreen. You know, you pick your bread, you pick your meat, you pick your toppings. And they made it look like Mitt Romney had no idea that people actually ordered food this way. Now, I, I'm no fan of Mitt Romney, but I think he knew exactly what the thing was and might have been more in Marvel like, wow, see, this is what the free market produces. So when you walk into one of these establishments, you don't have somebody standing there go, what do you have? Or what can I get you? You walk in, the screen comes up, you order your sandwich, somebody makes it, and off you go. And even that's going to be replaced in the near future. I've said a long time ago, the same technology that used to power a jukebox is the same technology that's going to make the automated hamburger. And I believe there already is a company that's putting that out there. You know, you think of an old record player, right? The hand, the the robotic arm comes, takes the record out or the CD out, puts it on the turntable, and it starts to spin. Then when the song is over, the, the arm would come back, take the record off or the CD off, and put a new one in there. How hard would it be for that to be a grill where the robotic arm knows the exact amount of time the pre-portioned frozen patty needs to be on there, flips it, sends it on a conveyor belt, it lands on a bun, and the program toppings are dropped onto that burger. That would replace the burger flipper. But what would be the point of giving these newspapers? How long would this last? When the government subsidizes something that the market has turned away from, all it does is prolong the inevitable. Because are we going to forever subsidize the local tribune or the local bugle or the uh, the local post. And by the way, while we're listening to some of these newspapers complain about their relationship with big tech, remember 
how the White House press corps works by and large. The outlets that can afford to station their employees in Washington, D.C., some of whom get exclusive workspace, brick-and-mortar presence in the White House, get front and center first and foremost to ask the questions. Then these other newspapers have to crib off of them. You know, a Republican or Democrat president could actually change this dynamic without subsidizing anything. End the permanent workspace of the New York Times in the White House and have journalists rotate in and out. Now, certainly a local newspaper could, could afford to send a journalist to Washington, D.C. for a week. How many hundreds of newspapers are there out there? Why does the New York Times get exclusive brick-and-mortar workspace in the White House? If you care so much about these outlets, then the local Post, the local Tribune, the local Bugle should get a two-week stint with workspace in the White House, they get the first questions, and maybe for once in their lives, the New York Times has got to crib somebody else's work, or the Washington Post has to crib somebody else's work. Why does the Washington Post get this exclusive workspace? So don't talk to me about Main Street newspapers when you've all but shut them out of permanent residence in the White House. Weintick 695 Patriot 9572874. We got to bail them out. I put up the graphic last night, the GIF on uh, on Twitter of Sally Field, Norma Ray, Union. As a matter of fact, everyone in the media should work, walk out, right? Who do you work for? And by the way, many of these local newspapers are not locally owned. They're Gannett. They're owned by the New York Times. The New York Times owns... Several newspapers. Gannett owns hundreds. So these are big corporations in their own right. They don't need government assistance. And remember, many of these journalists were the ones telling you to stay home because it was easy. If you were a Washington Post writer, what difference does it make if you come in or you write your piece from home? As long as your internet connection's working. And these were the people, uh, stay home, save lives. Sucks, doesn't it? Sucks when you advocate for other people to lose their jobs and lose their businesses. Sucks when you're like, uh, follow the science. Uh, are you a doctor? Do as Fauci says. Yeah, that's great. If your kids are enrolled in an elite private school that's still open, or you could afford to have a tutor make up for the closed school. Yeah, it's great. When you're a seven-figure journalist or six-figure journalist, quote-unquote, and you can walk work from your home office with a nice warm cup of coffee in your hand, you're like, well, these little people. I mean, only essential employees should be allowed to go back to work. Yes, that's that's right. I'm going to win a Pulitzer for this. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm so brilliant. How about this? Screw you. Don't like it, do you? Don't like what your your man Biden did or what's happening to you now. Maybe you're getting a little taste of your own medicine. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. I see Shark Week is now trending because apparently Shark Week lacks diversity. 
Does that mean the great white has to go to diversity training? And one thing is being lost in this Brittany Griner story that no one's talking about. This is the most attention the WNBA has gotten ever. I bet you I can't, I won't be able to get a caller, and I know you'll cheat and you'll go on Google. Off the top of your head, can you name five WNBA teams? Can you tell me who are the, the past five championships, who won the past five championships? You probably, you probably can't. If it weren't for guilt and coercion, the WNBA probably wouldn't even exist. Because who really goes to a WNBA game? I think it was the great Jim Rome who once said, when missed layups and air balls are entertaining, wake me. But Brittany Griner is apparently the star. The star of the league, or one of them. I don't even know. What, te what team does she play for? You don't know? See, nobody knows. Nobody knows. I saw that Megan Rapino is starting an all-female sports network to cover all-female sports. Because apparently she's upset that more women watch men's sports and male anchors, sports anchors. Good luck, Megan. Hopefully you invested that subway money. We're right. They're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Will Count Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125. <laughs>